This, this is the Rick and Bubba Show. may be found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultant groups. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. Ladies and gentlemen, good evening. You've seen that seeing is believing. Your ears and your eyes will be bleeding. Please check to see if you're still breathing. Hold tight, because the show is not over. If you will, please move in closer. You're about Welcome in. Eight minutes after the hour, it is the Rick and Bubba Show. Hamza here alongside Greg Burgess. We are speedy. Listen, we will get to that here in a little bit. Programming notes for this week. It's Thanksgiving week. How about you, turkey? Turkey dog. We will be live Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. You will have a replay, a Rick and Bubba replay, on Thanksgiving Day. And then on Friday, you will have a Rick and Bubba best of show 866 we be big is the number we want you to be a part of this kickoff hour before we move any further the real greg burgess what's up buddy how are you well, i'm good how was your weekend it was good it was good how about you i know you went to a auburn game right it was a uh i call hey, it a little rain it was a fun and gun weekend oh boy it was it was fast paced not a whole lot of time for for rest but it was a good weekend um and we'll, I'll tell. I've got a couple stories from that 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 are okay. They're not the greatest stories to bring in here. Yeah, well, yeah. but it's okay. Um, <laughs> Speedy's out today. He'll be back with us tomorrow. I mentioned that, but just know that you've got us two goodens until uh, the boys will join us at the top of the hour. Yep. Adler's here, rocking Blaze TV, and uh, I think I could be. I hope I'm not stepping out. I think we will have another daily documentary today. Oh, really? Um, so you'll have a few this week. I don't think there'll be a podcast this week due to Thanksgiving. So yeah, you're probably right. That's I don't off know. the We're table. Maybe making that up. I'm just kind of going with the way the schedule set up because I think that's the way it will go. So you'll yeah. get three daily documentaries today. Will be the first of the week, and then you'll get one Tuesday, Wednesday. No podcast on Thursday, and of course, nothing happening on Friday other than me sitting here hosting a best of show. Yeah. 
So and and I gave you the number, but it is eight six six. We be big. We do want you to be a part of this hour. So Friday night we had an event, the Good Time Gang. Yes, we did the Good Time Gang, and I I don't want to go into details about this. So this kind of is the ultimate tease. We're going to table that until Speedy gets yeah, back tomorrow. Because this was the first time all three of us have had an event together, and it's been a while. A while, yeah. Fun and it was. Time. We had a blast. The event was great. It was. The well crowd done. was great. I yeah. was not expecting that many people to be to at a tree lighting. Oh yeah. Um, I nearly called it a tree lighting service, but tree lighting event ceremony. Yes. Is that what it was? Yeah, I think so. We had acts and performances like you would not believe. That's right. We're clogging. We're ringing bells. Yes. We're we're yeah. singing. But there were so many things that happened in that two and a half three hours <laughs> that we were really, there. Really good, nice people. I don't want to talk about it without Speedy. Yeah, Speedy needs to have his perspective. So we'll kind of table that. So that started our weekend. So the we we left here after the show on Friday, and then we kind of went about our day, and then we all met there. And then it was late. It was post 10, 10 o'clock, probably closer to 11 for you mm-hmm. by the time you got home. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then we jump into Saturday, and good big college football weekend. Had some upsets we'll talk about at some point during the show today. I, I think we're going to table that into the big show as well because I know the guys are going to talk about that. Um, Oregon, hey, couldn't get it done. Um, and yes, that debate's been But asking. speaking of college football, uh, I've been wanting to take my kids to a game this year, two of the three anyway. Um, I, I volunteered to take all three, and <coughs> Amanda was like, why don't you leave the seven-year-old Maddie <laughs> yeah. with me? She didn't say it like that. She actually used her name. Yeah. Um, but she said, why don't you leave her here with my mom, and then when I get off work, we can spend some time together. That way you and Braden and Caroline can kind of have the day, and Braden, great idea. Braden can take a buddy. I'm like, okay, sounds good. I did think that was a good idea. Well, it was a. It rained the entire, basically the entire time. Where we were sitting, we were covered, so I knew, I knew rain was in the forecast, and if I would have known – if I would have known I wouldn't I would have been out in it, I probably wouldn't have gone. Um but I knew we would be underneath and it wouldn't matter. So yeah, you were um, covered. So we went and it rained the entire way there and um and which was fine. And I, I looked at the radar and I thought, you know what? There's gonna be about thirty minutes where there's not gonna be any rain for a while. And that's gonna time down for when we're walking in. Perfect. And so that you worked. You had a parking out. pass so you didn't have to walk far. Correct. And um by the way, a lot of people in Auburn listen to the show and watch the show. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's so thankful. We we saw that again Friday night with everybody at the the event in Leeds. Yeah, so it was great. And then on uh, on in Auburn Saturday, you guys are just so gracious, and, and we love when you come up and say hello. Sure. But um, I had an incident. First of all, we had access to some food. Oh, and, buddy. And, and I over I've been in that area you're at, and boy, you, I hate, overdid you can eat, it. you make stuff sick. I overdid it. And, and Caroline, <laughs> I think back, Caroline overdid it, too. Oh, really? And there was, and I don't know why I kept going to this particular, I mean, they had everything, you, you know, but but I kept going to this, ro- not Rotel, but a, I keep calling it Rotel. It's cheese dip. It's queso, Helms. Yeah. You can't come up with the it. The old queso. Queso. But what I was doing was I was taking queso and then the chili that they put out there for oh, whatever yeah. you want to put it on. Put it on a dog. And I would put a big pile of queso and a big pile of chili, and I would sprinkle these jalapeno peppers on it. How'd your stomach do? Wow. wow. I bet you talked about that later. And so I kept, for some reason, I kept <laughs> going back, kept going back, kept going back. Fancy something you like. Yeah. And so uh, – and then it was a little, it got a little chilly at times towards the end, and so they were offering hot chocolate. 
I think Braden had. Go like, ahead and pile some hot chocolate on top I think, of all that. <laughs> I think Braden had four hot chocolates. Oh, he had to pee all the way home. And so, um, but the story I want to get to, and I and look, I I didn't see it happening, and and it, but evidently, so it rained the entire first half, and because of that, some people had kind of moved where we were sitting. They'd kind of moved out of their seats in the rain and came up close to us. I didn't know this was going on, and and I know Braden wouldn't intentionally do this, but. <laughs> Evidently, he was hitting a guy in front of him with a shaker. Oh no! And towards the end of the <laughs> game, the shaker, there, <laughs> there was there was about five or six minutes left in the game, and look, there was hardly anybody there at this point. Auburn was killing Sanford, and and it was it was it had been a sloppy day, so I think people were ready to get on about their day. And this guy comes up. Now you got to understand where we're the way we're. I'm standing over here talking to another couple. Braden's sitting over here with his buddy, and I see this guy come up and say something to him. And I thought, okay, he's just, you know, he's saying, hey, to Bray, he's being nice, whatever. But I oh, could no. see there was a scowl on his face. Oh, no. And, and so I went, <laughs> I went over to Braden after it because I couldn't get over there in time. What happened, he buddy? just said something to Braden and walked off. And I thought, well, that was weird. And so I, I was kind of, I was, I was really concerned. I was like, what has he done? Yeah. And so, because a fourteen-year-old, they'll 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 get oh, in trouble. Sure, they'll, they're a little curious at times. So I went over there and I said, "Hey, what did he say to you?" And he goes, "He, you tell Bray was nervous as can be, and he he felt horrible." He goes, "He said I was laughing on purpose and hitting him in the head with a shaker and doing it intentionally." And Dad, I promise I wasn't. Wait, and hey, I said, "Wait, he a, thought time he was out. yucking it up I by said, doing it." I said, "Time out." He actually said that to you, and he said, "Yeah." And I said, "Did he ever at any point ask you to stop?" And he goes, no. It was like the first time he talked to me. And he said, he said I was making fun of him. Making and, fun and of him. And he said I was making fun of him. And I was laughing because I was, I was doing the shaker in his face and, and his head. And I didn't hit him on purpose, I promise. And, and I, <laughs> I started laughing. And I said, well, I said, number one, I said, the fact that he wouldn't ask you to stop says a lot. Okay. All he had to do was turn around the first time it happened and say, hey, please don't hit me with a shaker. Yeah. I, know you're shaker not, kid. I know you're not the kid that would do that intentionally. Okay. Number one. Um, number two, the fact that he didn't come say something to me and knew I was standing there shows he's a little cowardice. Yeah. Okay. And, and I said, don't worry about it. I said, but there, but I said, Brayden, here's the thing that's driving me nuts about you that, that we've got to dial in. You're not aware of your surroundings. Well, like here you are and I get it. You're dumb and young and young and dumb and 14 and you, you're at the Auburn game having fun, shaking. I said, buddy, you hit me about four times with a shaker, and you had no idea. <laughs> Did he make fun of you? And, no. And I, he started, <laughs> when I, when I said that, when I said that, he started laughing. And I said, you did. And I said, the teaching moment in this is don't worry about that guy because he didn't have the cojones to even say something to me. He saw me standing there because he looked at me after he said something to you. And I said, the fact that he didn't ask you to stop and the fact that he didn't ask say something to me about, hey, I mean, he could have come up and said, "Hey, look, I think your kids hit me on part, whatever." And we could have had that talk. He's making fun of me. But, but I said, "You're the teaching moment for you in this." I said, "Don't worry about it. Enjoy the rest of the game. Don't worry about him. He's that's a that's a weak move by him." I said, "But number two, you got to know your surroundings. Keep an eye on the end of your shake." Goodness gracious, son! <laughs> so yeah, I said, "So this must have been going, and this wasn't this guy's seat to begin with." And I said, "So you're telling me." How long did this go? And he goes, Dad, I don't know. I didn't even know I was hitting him. And so probably – Was the guy in front of him or behind him? In front of him. Okay. 
I was behind him, so he was hitting like the where we were, we were on the last row of the so where we were at. And so I like to I like to stand a lot. That's what I love about these seats. Oh yeah, is is I'm on the last, so I can go behind the seats and stand, stand and still the, see. Yeah. And there's those tables set up so you sure. can stand there. And I, I just I'd rather stand. Oh, we got to go to break. Goodness gracious, I'm just talking away. Um, <laughs> but hey, funny funny moment. And and I you know I don't I don't know what to. Well, they shook a shaker on him and then made fun of yeah, him. Yeah, that's, that's what he said. Bringles, Dad, I wouldn't do that. I said, I know you would. I but. probably would have. Just like look at my buddies. And, you know, it was, especially it, if I saw it was kind of bothering me. It was funny. Kind of it was funny. You know we would have elbowed each other. A right, little late going to break. Sorry about that. 18 minutes after the hour. We'll be back. Hang with us. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Oh, it brings me to my knees. Welcome back. 24 minutes after the hour it is the kickoff hour right here on the Rick and Bubba Show. Helmsy alongside Greg Burgess. We're just breaking down the weekend. I headed down to Auburn on Saturday Abram. for the game. Took the kids. Greg, what did your Saturday look like? Oh, Saturday. I'm trying to remember. My weekend was – I say, I, I think I just stayed around the house and, and tried to catch up on a lot of stuff. Well, uh, did you? It was a. Were you able to? It was an ugly day, and that, that actually was. that afternoon it got pretty good. It did. It yeah, was nice. I, did. I got some stuff done. Well, and you bring up uh, when you say that afternoon. So a lot of people, what I'm about to say is probably going to frustrate most of you. I am a. I love the eleven o'clock start when it comes to football games, and and people do not like this. The teams don't like it. The coaches don't like it. Usually the fans, the tailgaters, nobody likes the eleven a.m. start. I love it. I'm already an early bird anyway. So even though we get up at an ungodly hour during the week, for most of you, I get up at an ungodly hour compared to you on the weekend. Yeah. So, I mean, it's 545, 6 o'clock, I'm up and going no, on the me. weekend. And, and, and people, Amanda gets frustrated with me too, but in, in reality, I've, I've slept in for two hours because I don't really stay up any later on Friday night than I do any other day of the week. So in in out. reality, it's two hours. I get two extra hours. Yeah, that that you know, I hear that I get up so early that I can't sleep late on the weekend. It doesn't affect me that. Yeah, way. I can and, sleep late. And so, I love the fact that we were in our seats ready to start watching a game at ten a.m., ten fifteen, and then we were home in time to watch the entire fourth yeah. quarter of. Georgia, Texas A and M. It doesn't take your whole day, you know. Exactly. Obviously, even the, the afternoon game, you're going to get home late. Yeah. The late game, oh my, those are the worst. I know. To me, the seven and eight o'clocks, I'll take eleven any time over those. Yeah. No, I. So, so I refuse we were, to go to a seven or eight o'clock game. I'm just going to say we were on the road headed back before Georgia and Texas A and M even started, and so. um and and look, I know because of the game, because of the weather, it was easier to get out of there than it normally is. Um, but there was just something about if I, at five o'clock, I was in my pajamas on the couch, ready for Oregon and uh, Arizona State start, and just hanging out, yeah, and watching the end of Georgia and Texas A and M. So I love the and I and I could have done anything I wanted to that afternoon. 
that you night, got up, whatever. You enjoyed the game, then you were home and plenty of time to still have a day. I like the it's not a bad start. deal. It's really not. Once you get there, for me, the, the yeah. getting there is a problem. Well, and to me, that that wasn't that big of a deal either. Um, the kids, the the the. The friend that Braden took actually spent the night at the house, so that made it easy on picking up and dropping off all that. He lives down the street anyway, so yeah, that helped. Um, no, I'm, I'm I agree with you. Once you get there and it starts and it's over and you're home at a decent hour and you got all the other games to watch, yeah, you can't beat it. I loved it. I loved every minute of it. Um, I'm sitting here holding a few stories, and we'll we'll get to a couple of these when we get back um, from break. I've got a company offers non-smokers extra six days off to make up. For cigarette breaks, okay. So, I want to dive into that at some point. How about that? So, to count, if you're a non-smoker, these other people get cigarette breaks. We're going to give you six days off because mm-hmm. you don't smoke and you don't take smoke breaks. Yep. I didn't realize it would equal six days. Well, a lot it, of smoking. That is. I wish they would offer it up here. Uh, now we do have. I think this is the. I thought you couldn't smoke anywhere, but evidently you can <laughs> smoke here outside the studio. <laughs> But I showed you this morning. We got a smoking bunch. We size. do. There is. There's a restaurant, and they they do excellent work. But they've got a bunch that just smokes and smokes and smokes. I showed you the trash can. Our trash cans here have this. Uh, it's not an ashtray, but it's like this uh, shelf on top they of it. They think it's an ashtray, and they think it's an ashtray. And I bet there's 20 cigarette butts on top of it from the weekend. Yeah, you'll walk out the door and just reek. I've got that, and I've never even thought about asking this, and maybe this is stupid, but USA Today has this. Here's why Thanksgiving is always on the fourth Thursday of November. Okay, I've never really, I never asked really that, thought about it. never really asked that question. And we've got an 82-year-old bodybuilder, a that. woman who um, defended herself uh, in her home when she had a little intruder, and her explaining it. I hear we'll, he picked the wrong ones when I hear He did, and we'll have her in her own words. And, and i got to tell you, she's convicted me a little bit. Uh, on something that I'll have to admit when we do discuss the story. Yeah. Um, I saw a reflection on the video. We got a w- woman born with 20 toes and 12 fingers. How you like that? 20 toes. Yep. I saw the picture. Have you seen the picture? I have, Greg. I sure that's, have. That's a foot right there. And it, and it always comes from this country for some reason. I know. I don't know what it is. Something in the air or the water over there. But. It's Every time. Every single I w- time. I don't wish you had 20, but I wish you had about 12. The toes. story never reads... Um, Kennesaw, Georgia, woman born with 20 toes and 12 fingers. No, it, ne- not, it never says that. No, no, it's not. It's, never it's says that. Country. It happens all the time. All right. We're halfway home in the kickoff hour. We'll be back. Hang with us. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes after the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Today's Rick and Bubba Show is sponsored by ReliefFactor.com. You know we really like Relief Factor. It's one hundred percent natural, research-based formula that was created to help combat the root causes of inflammation. Relief Factor's powerful and unique combination of botanical ingredients and fish oil, and is now trusted by many thousands in our audience to provide ongoing relief for their pain in their back, neck, shoulder, hip, knee including general muscle aches and pains. All you have to do is go to relieffactor.com, and when you do, you can very easily order your three-week trial pack for just $19.95. Stop popping those popular over-the-counter painkillers because you're harming your body. Instead, get Relief Factor. 
To learn more about Relief Factor or to get your 1995 Quick Start Pack, visit relieffactor.com or rickandbubba.com under the sponsors. Now 36 minutes after the hour. Thank you for that, Greg. We've got a few stories we're going to dig into, but first we're going to you, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Scott in Millbrook. Scott, how are you? Oh, doing good. How about y'all? Oh, we're good. All right, Greg. So Saturday, right before the game, we're walking to the gate at the Auburn game and look over. Uh I see a guy that looks familiar. (laughs) I said, I think that's Hamsey, but I'm not sure. So do I say something? What do I do? So I tell my wife, I said, doesn't that guy look familiar? I said, isn't that Hamsey? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we go over there, you know, and I'm thinking, well, is he going to act like Speedy and go crazy? And, hey, how y'all doing? And, you know, so I was like, well, I'll go take my chance, you know. So, <laughs> but, yeah, Hamsey, super nice. You know, he gave he gave me and my wife a lot. You know, hey, how y'all doing? He didn't overdo know, it, though. Like that's what I'm my son didn't hit no, you with a no, shaker, no. did he? Yeah, no, you... he didn't. No, 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 no. <laughs> but yeah, it was my first. It was my boy's. Uh, he's two and a half years old. And it yeah. was his first game. Oh and, wow! You know, and all that. So you know, did I he... may have ruined him. You know, because it rained and all that. He may not ever want to go back to one. But you know, yeah, that uh, was quite the. <laughs> did, did he make it through the good part of the game, or was he ready to go? Oh, uh, he was ready to go. Well, his daddy was ready to go, too. <laughs> Understood. So, you know, um, yeah, about seven minutes left in the first half, I was like, ah, I'm ready to shut it down. We've seen enough. I get it. Well, I'm glad Hamsey yeah. wasn't yeah. rude to you yeah. like he normally is. I, That's I, I Greg, I'm not yeah. normally rude. <laughs> Appreciate it. Appreciate you, Scott. Yeah, it was nice to see him and his better half and the little one there. That was as we the were walking man in. At the ball game, I was right? trying to – and it was funny because I was trying to figure out where which gate I needed to go into and all that. And plus, Caroline is right in my hip pocket. I mean, she's staying next to me. She listens to me. Yeah. Hey, y'all don't I don't need y'all scattered around, okay? And for some reason I told Braden, I said, look, if for whatever reason reason we get lost after the game, you know where the Auburn arena is. Go to the front steps of it like you're going into a basketball yeah. game. So let's that's where we'll meet. Because where we parked was in between. And I thought, well, the dummy can at least see that and find yeah. that. And so um it was one of those deals where I was I was constantly looking back because him and Jake have something going on, whatever, constantly not listening. Uh, Matt and Jemison, how are you this morning? Hey, I'm doing well, guys. Good morning. How are y'all? Good, oh, We're good. Yeah, I just wanted to mention, I know Auburn does a lot of stuff for the veterans, but it was just so cool to see those Medal of uh, Honor winners um, and the way the crowd received them. It was, uh, I yeah. I didn't realize there's only 71 Living Medal of uh, Honor winners, and there was four there, and again, the whole game was great. But that was just really cool to see uh, how Auburn recognized those guys. It was a cool moment, Matt. Thanks for bringing that, that up. Awesome. It was, and and I, I'm with Matt. It was. You never think the crowd is not going to react the the way they're supposed, but it was it was a very very special moment. Um, I even turned to uh, some folks that I had met and was talking to them, and I said, "I'd love to have a cup of coffee with those those guys oh, right there." God, can it you was, imagine what they so, can tell? But, yeah, that was a special moment for sure. Okay, uh, jump into some of these stories. So, uh, we got – let's – real quick, because I don't want to – I don't want to um, rush through this woman bodybuilder, oh, um, female bodybuilder. 80-something years 82. old. 82. 82. Not many 82-year-old bodybuilders out there, I will say. They're that. not. And female. 
go ahead if you don't mind, Greg. Go ahead and and set this story up, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up her audio. Well, basically, she's 82 years old. She's a female bodybuilder, and she fought back against a man who broke into her home on Thursday night as she was getting ready for bed, using her daily workout regimen and various household items to overwhelm the intruder. So basically, she used. And you'll hear her explain it. She used some items to, to hit him with, and, of course, you know, her workout, she said that had a lot to do with it. And I'll be honest with you, 82 years old, she's kind of buff. Okay, and that that's part of what I was going to say. She's a power lifter. Don't forget that. I, I'm I'm convicted by the story for one reason and one reason alone. Her arms look so much better than mine. Some of her quotes, and I'm and sure. And the fact that she's 82. Yeah, she's got the guns going. Here, let's see. Eighty-two years old. Let's hear it from her. Okay, because yeah, she's got quite some some. Now, <laughs> Willie, her name is Willie Murphy. Willie Murphy. Willie Murphy. Don't mess with Willie Murphy. Power lifter, eighty-two, fought off an intruder. Listen, in her own words, I'm alone and I'm old, but guess what? I'm tough. <laughs> and you want to know what happens? He picked the wrong house to break into. I took that table and I went to working on him. And guess what? The table broke, and it had metal legs, and I'm jugging him, jugging him, jugging him. And when he's down, I'm jumping on him. Ah, ah, ah. And the telephone is still on for 911. I'm running in the kitchen. There's a bottle of baby shampoo on the table. I grabbed the shampoo, and guess what? He's still on the ground in his face, all of it. The whole thing. And he's, he's trying to get up. And he's pulling. And I got the broom. And he's pulling the broom. And I'm hitting him. I'm hitting him with the broom. Hitting him. And <laughs> guess what? Guess what? He wants to get the heck out of there. And I'm yeah. trying to help him get out of the house. But he's too heavy. I can't move him. He's dead weight. <laughs> and at that time, uh, the police arrived on the porch. Willie Murphy, everybody, 82. and rescued him from Willie Murphy. Yes. In her picture, she has a bunch of bodybuilding trophies behind her. Yes, <laughs> He's seen that. Yeah. So. of course. Don't forget, she's sleeveless. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Absolutely. She's cut out of the shirt, cut the sleeves out of the shirt like Gary does. And uh, I, anyway, and yeah, I am, I, I, I'm convicted to get in some kind of a weight room today because she's 82 and have arms like that. And Willie Murphy don't play. She'll pick up anything and hit you with it. Oh. She takes a bottle of baby shampoo for some reason. Right course, in his you know, eyes. It was no cry for me, so that probably didn't sure. burn him. Sure, But she dumped it all over his face. <laughs> At least confused him. She says she's old and alone, but she's tough. How about that? <laughs> she can deadlift 225 pounds Hats at 82. Off to Willie Murphy. At 82. 82-year-old woman. Deadlifting two hundred and twenty-five pounds and beating the crap out of an intruder. Don't rob her. Don't rob her place. He picked the wrong one. She said. Yep. Yeah, I, I believe she's right. Willie yeah, Murphy. I do too. I do too. Speaking that? of, uh, I said shirtless. Uh, you think Gary. you could beat Willie Murphy arm wrestling? No, I don't either. No, I don't. I don't think I could. I would like to think I could, but I'm looking at her arms. She's strong. She's strong. She's strong. wiry. She's a um, power lifter. She is. So I mentioned the sleeveless. It hit me when I mentioned the sleeveless uh, shirt, cut out the sleeves. I got an email while I was at the ball game Saturday. Somebody wanting a turkey call. Okay. And so I, I saw it and I you thought, knew where to go if I don't go ahead and send this now, I'll forget about it. And so I forwarded the email and then I text Gary, Gary, and I said, "Hey, just a heads up, forward you an email. There's a lady needing a turkey call." 
His response, hot a mighty, can't even have a Saturday. Well, I'm sorry, Gary, that I tried to get you some bids. And I was thinking, I was thinking, Gary, somebody's trying to buy something from you. That tells you right there. He don't he, he ain't worried about the no, turkey calls. No. If he really tried, they don't tell him what he would say. Um Can't have none. Back to this woman born with twenty toes and twelve fingers. That's freaking me out a little bit. She is uh lives in India. Uh of she course. was she was born like with you said everything like that comes out of India normally. Yes. Born with ten extra toes and twelve fingers. Now I'm looking. You look at, at them ears too. They something off of them. Well, Greg, I wasn't going there yet. Um, her neighbors think she's a witch. Look at all due them to fingers. her abnormal. That's what I'm saying. Can you you see the way she looks with her hands? So think about your hands up. And she's got an extra two. Yeah, fingers there. That's weird. I bet she could catch a football. Greg, what? imagine the grip. <laughs> Oh, the feet! You got to, you check them feet out. I haven't seen. I, I'm, I'm, af- I'm afraid to look. Oh my gosh! Greg. And so they think she's a witch because of that. Yeah, they'll Her throw abnormalities. Yeah, a lot of these, you know, um, you know, this type of community, you know, where we're kind of, you know, a little behind times. They'll they'll put witch on you in a minute. But anything wh- abnormal, they'll but, call but you a witch. Here's the here's the question. Okay, I get she she's in India, and a lot of these, I know, a lot of these stories always come from these parts of the world. But what prevents this? I know. Why do we not have somebody in? Why is there not a story about somebody in Columbus, Ohio, with twenty toes? Maybe and they are. 12 we just you're right. Uh, maybe they are. We if we'll report I've on it from India, we'll report. Fingers. I have yeah, seen I have people with extra. Well, I've seen fingers. and I've seen somebody with an extra toe. Yeah, I, there's a there's a guy I grew up with named Tony, and he had an extra toe. Jock call him toe. No, we would have. He didn't like having it. I don't think. I Did, love was Tony. it functional or just kind of? Oh yeah, it was very functional. You couldn't even hardly tell. How about you that? really couldn't, but but this you can tell. Oh, you've yeah. got five extra. So I'm looking at two, four. Oh, dude, wow! Five extra that's on each of, side. That's a lot of toes. That's a lot of toes, guys. I just want to know. And what, they all look the same size. They do. You know how the on normal feet you got the big toe and then it starts slowly dropping off. These all seem to be the same size. The pinky toe looks a little smaller than everything else, but everything else looks about the same. How about that? Mm. God love her. People think she's a witch. Having an extra finger or a toe is called polydactyly or something like that. I think you got it right. I think you yeah. nailed it. How about that? But, yeah, so I wish they wouldn't put the witch thing on her. But She's 63, so I just wonder, what, I mean, what could she have done different or her parents have done different no, during the process? Because you don't hear about no, this No, 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 no. That's just it's but, very rare. Yeah, but that's how about that? That's quite Look at I her, feel I mean, bad for her. People stay away from her. They really do think yeah, she's Yeah, that a is sad. That's very sad. But like I say, in those type of countries, they don't understand that things, you know, these things happen. And, you know, that, it doesn't mean you're a witch. Correct. Right. But anyway, it's an interesting story. 20 toes and 12 fingers. It's a lot of... No, I have, but I have... I, 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 I seem like I went to summer camp one year and there was this kid... It takes yeah. her twice as long to clip her nails. There's no doubt about that. Who did you have? Friend? Some yeah. guy. I just saw him in camp. Yeah. But you really, you? Wait, really wasn't that noticeable. Okay. Let's just stop there. Go to break before we get in trouble. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Fifty-two minutes after the hour, it is the kickoff hour right here on the Rick and Bubba Show. Helmsy alongside Greg Burgess. Programming notes for this week: 
Speedy's out today, but he'll be back tomorrow, so uh, hopefully. And then uh, we're live uh, all the way through Wednesday. You'll have a Rick and Bubba replay on Thursday, and then on Friday you'll have a Best Of show hosted by myself. Um, Gregory, real quick, I want to go out to the phones. 866-WE-BE-BIG. I do want to tell you guys here in a few seconds why Thanksgiving is always on the fourth Thursday of November. But first, and there's a stat in there I had no idea. Yeah. People about. may know. I didn't know. I didn't either. I don't know nothing. Uh, but first, let's go out to Trent and Jasper What's up, Trent? Uh, in regards to the previous story we talked about with a woman in India having 20 toes and 12 fingers. Trent, how are you this morning? How's it going, guys? Green Acres. Hey, buddy. Uh, Good deal. If I knew which button to hit to make the Green Acres music go, I would, but I don't know which one it is. How about that? Sorry. Uh, I actually went to school with a guy and grew up with a guy who was one of my best friends, had six toes, and we did, in fact, call him toes. <laughs> well, yeah. The whole time growing up, and he he owned up to it and everything. He loved it. So so he did love it. He wasn't, he didn't. Well, they know yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't a sourpuss about it. <laughs> well, that's good. I wonder how you in a shoe does it is a room i'm sure you had to buy an exercise or get a width get a wider yeah, yeah he had a he had to get a wide shoe as as a ongoing thing yeah but you deal with blisters and all that yeah. wow i wonder if it affected his swimming any you talked to old toes lately i actually i've lost contact with him i think he went i think he actually went to the service but i'm not sure Go. <laughs> All right. Well, Trent, thanks for checking in, man. If you see <laughs> Toes, tell him we yeah, said hey. Tell him Toes where we asked about him. Um, all right, so I didn't know this, Greg, and, and maybe you did, and, and I'm sure some of you out there, probably the majority of you are, are right now going, well, everybody knew that. Yeah, possible. Thanksgiving. First of all, I had no idea that it was actually in – it actually the first one happened in October, not November. Didn't know that. You talking okay. about when the Pilgrims and the Indians got together? Yeah, are they going to blow that out of the water too? Well, I, I don't know about that. I'm not going to dig into that. But I, I, it says it says this. It says historians don't know exactly which day the legendary first Thanksgiving between the Pilgrims and Native Americans fell on, and it actually happened in October. Oh, okay. I wonder why we move it. Not November, according to the Farmer's Almanac. And and the reason this is coming up is a lot of people don't get off on Friday. Okay. And so they're saying, why are we not having this on Friday yeah. so we can have a three-day weekend? That's true. And so they're, they're having to go stuff their faces. Then you wouldn't have Black Friday. They're having to stuff their faces on Thursday and go back to work on Friday. Yeah. And they're saying it's just not a, it's just not a good break. And so um, it, it doesn't really affect us all that much, I don't think. Nah. I'll be here Friday, but I'll be here for five hours and gone, and it's not a big deal. Uh, I'm coming here and laughing for five hours. Um, it goes on to say that Thursday was a special day for Puritan colonists in New England oh. with ministers giving a religious lecture on Thursday afternoon so they could have contributed to the Thursday Thanksgiving tradition. Um, any rate, it's, a lot of people are, wish it was on a different day, and I've never really but thought now, about why this. Why is it the fourth? Is that what you said? The fourth Thursday. Um, well, it, it goes back to – it goes as far back to, to Washington started doing this yeah. in his presidency. And then uh, it wasn't until Lincoln, till the proclamation and those type of things, made it an annual holiday. Um, but they, Lincoln issued a, his proclamation on October third, eighteen sixty three, three months after Union Army victories. Evidently, Lincoln was big on, "Hey, let's have a, a uniting day together with all the war going on and the We're things that are going on." We need, and so that was, yeah. And so that's that's when it happened, and it just happened to fall on the 
the fourth Thanksgiving, but our fourth uh, Thursday of the month. You know, I remember when I was a kid, I may have brought this up on the show, I was in this Thanksgiving play at school. Oh, I was goodness. in second grade. Here we go. And I remember having to learn my lines, and I'd get all mad about it. But I remember I had the last the last line of the – I don't remember what the story was about, <laughs> but I had the last line of the whole performance, and I would, and it was somebody saved me the drumstick. That was it. That's your line? That was the end. I had a bunch of lines before that, but that ended. Say it again. Somebody saved me the drumstick. Is that how you said it? I don't remember. I how old were you again? Second grade. Wow. So you were eight. Yeah. It was the Thanksgiving play at school. I don't know why I was in it, but I was. Give me it one more time. Somebody saved me the drumstick, little Greg said. Were you, you, so you were, you were fired up about it. Well, I was probably embarrassed, but sure. I don't know why I remember that. I'm 53 and I still remember it. Do you look forward to Thanksgiving? Yeah, I love this. This my is favorite your favorite holiday. holiday. Yeah, we eat and you don't have to buy gifts. Yeah, I know. And understand when I say buy gifts, I'm not cheap. I just don't know what to get people. I know. I don't mind paying for stuff. i just trying to decide what to get. God, what a hassle. You know, we we buy things for people they don't need or want. No, just they to, put them in the closet. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's it's frustrating. That's coming up too. Yeah, we'll get but I do love Thanksgiving. That's my favorite favorite holiday. If you could only have one food, like if 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 you walked in your house, your mom's house, on Thursday, and and she said, "Sorry, Greg, but you can only have one thing today." What would it be? It doesn't have to be traditional. No, uh. Uh-uh. Well, I'd like it to be what you normally have at your Thanksgiving gathering. Well, They're just limiting you, so it would be turkey. Turkey and dressing. Well, you can't have both. Oh, I, I just said you can one have one. Okay, out of all that, okay, I got you. I know where you're headed. I said, Greg, we're, I might go dressing. We got a shortage this year. You can I, I can one. either have turkey or I can have dressing, but I, would I can't have, have both. I would I'll have dressing, dressing, too, because we never have dressing. Like, That's I can get true. turkey anytime. Yeah. Now, I would sneak turkey when you weren't looking. I would, but too. you're right. If they said one or the other. I said, I'm going to have to go with the dressing. Give me the gravy. Do I get gravy? I'll give you gravy. Okay. I'll yield, I'm going I'll yield the gravy. No, I'm talking about a big helping, too. Yeah, yeah, I got you. We'll spoon it out. Now, when I was a kid, I hated dressing. I was that kid. I was didn't too. like it, I was but too. I love it now. Up until I was 14 or 15, my grandmother made me chicken fingers because I wouldn't eat anything that was there. Now I, the I love thing. every bit of it. I was the same way. I, 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 how about this? I wasn't big on Thanksgiving food when I was a kid. I wasn't either. Everybody brag about it, and I was like, I don't like it. Now I wish we'd do it every week and not just once a week. Love it. All right, the guys join us next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy. Here we go, six minutes past the hour. Brand new hour has begun. And we are thankful that you are here with us. You catch thankful. Happy Thanksgiving week. Uh, we start this hour with a national anthem. Our national anthem today, Carrie Underwood. Stripes and bright stars through the perilous fights or the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming and the 
It's eight minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show, and here we go. Uh, we have much to do going forward on the program. Helmsy, the real Greg Burgess, and Eddie Van Adler have already been rocking uh, the kickoff hour on the Rick and Bubba radio network, the podcast, uh, the YouTube, uh, the streaming, tune in, Rick and Bubba app. Uh, however you get the Rick and Bubba show, uh, we are so thankful that you are here. Uh, and we look forward to uh, spending this Thanksgiving week with you and your phone calls and chatting. Intern Curb Street, taking your phone calls, earning his degree in common sense, that now superpower. Adler's got a TV intern. We haven't got that young man a name, but I heard a conversation in the hall uh, concerning his childhood and his oversized head. I, I, I never, he doesn't, he, seems, he grew into his head. His head seems fine now. Across the way, there he sits. Speaking of uh, gourds, uh, the other half of the two sexiest fat men alive. Most of you probably know him best as the silver tongue one, the man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the king's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill. Bye-bye. How about it, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, associates everywhere. Welcome to Rick and Bubba. Somebody grab a seat. Let's go. Everybody say it. All they talk about is what is going down. Everybody say it. What's been messed up. Come on. For us. When I look around, I I see see blue skies. I see butterflies. For us. Listen to the sound. Come on. And lose it. And sweet music. Macy Gray. Uh, so, um, Bubs, how are you? I'm good. How are you, sir? Well, happy Thanksgiving week. Yeah, I know. Wow, so much to be thankful for. Uh, well, I know there's a lot going on. Uh, there's issues out there. Sure, there are. I mean, uh, boy, right off the top, you just think, man, how blessed are we here compared well, to a lot of places in the world? And uh, you know, just thankful to be alive at this this place and this time. I'll tell you this: if uh, Greg and I, if one Margaret. Burgess was still alive. You'd say what you were thankful for before we moved on. Yes, oh, yeah. you would. Yeah, you, I had to you list know. it. You wouldn't. You wouldn't really? do. You wouldn't do another thing to you. Yeah, say I what love you were it thankful too, for. Oh yeah, <laughs> I may implement that at my house just in her <laughs> honor. You might be hungry. But, yeah, but you're not going to eat till you say what you're thankful for. That's right. Well, usually the problem is <laughs> I didn't. I didn't want to hold it up. So too Somebody had to read know? something out of a magazine, or something out loud. <laughs> uh, when you went to our grandmother's house, buddy. There, there was always the family members. All you had something you had to do, but and it, and it better be, you better you were get participating done. in the festivities. I get nervous. Whether you like that. Oh gosh, my favorite favorite Christmas tradition when my grandmother was still with us was just waiting for that moment 
when she would look over at, at, at little Greg Burgess <laughs> and say, now, Greg, next year you're reading the Christmas story. And I, I, for one year, I, I would get to look forward to that. Because she'd assign it to you. You'd read it, and this, the next family member would be assigned the very next year. Yeah. And, <laughs> and uh, Greg go. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's oh, wonderful. Yeah. And how many times did I talk about it on the way home? Oh, it was terrible. <laughs> Sitting in that back seat. Hey, you got to read next year. Hey, you want to start working on it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then there was a time she made me bless her food and I got hung in the middle of it and Rick got to laughing at me <laughs> I, got into, I, I, got, got I got in a lot of trouble look Greg, talking to God it's not a I time got, for horseplay well I, got, well I can't help it I got hung up but, but, I know and Rick I, I heard Rick <laughs> yeah, look when I baby know. brother gets locked then he can't, he can't. <laughs> so he was already laughing when she called him he knew it's, it's gonna be good <laughs> <laughs> and Rick, oh my and then I got to you laugh. know that 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 happened to us at a, at a dinner it one did. night, and uh, yeah. it was uh, yeah. it, it was a, a situation where you know it was well, we sh- it, it was a pretty it was a pretty big deal where <laughs> we were to <laughs> us, yeah. yeah, and uh, and and somebody got locked up, and uh-huh. and I was like. Mm. And and it happens. Yeah, I do it too. I mean, it's sure. no big deal. Look, but but when it was we this person that got locked up, yeah, it made it better. It was, uh, <laughs> and and I could just I could feel heat on the side of my face from where Rick was sitting because oh, I knew I, I he was thinking it. about it. I, I was just, a little traumatized. And I, I, I had to get up and go yeah. excuse myself and go to the bathroom as fast as I could. I forgot. And in comes Rick. <laughs> I forgot. I'm at the urinal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, after a quick scan to be sure it's clear <laughs> in there. get in there quick enough. He says, are we going to talk about this? <laughs> yeah, like, we wait. <laughs> Did you uh, – so I saw it on request. People are now requesting best ofs because they know we're about to – be off uh, this uh, this this for Thanksgiving, and then and I'm then, then, like then off on Friday, and then uh, then for Christmas, you know, we'll be off for a couple of weeks. And P- and I'd forgotten speaking to this, I'd forgotten about it. And somebody requested, I don't even know if we have it. Uh, when when Big Love was just a, a little thing, and they asked him to pray at his oh, little yeah. league game, and he want he he wanted to pray that God would help people to quit breaking wind so much. I think we do have that one. Do we? I yeah. think it's on. He on said there's the, just there's just too some much. prayers have not been answered. <laughs> hey, there's just too much going on. That out was here. one of my favorite if, ones. Our, yeah. The team needs to to do this right. last. <laughs> If I can find that, I will play. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so we'll, we'll see. So we, we got a lot to unpack. It is short week. Uh, I know that Helmsy's informed you uh, that Speedy is out. His uh, mother's having surgery today. We, we all are in prayer about that, that all that goes smoothly. Uh, and he also has informed you that there'll be a Rick and Bubba replay on Thanksgiving Day, uh, and then uh, there'll be a Best of show on uh, Black Friday. Uh, remember, you've lost six shopping days because of Thanksgiving uh, the fourth Thursday being so late in the month this this year. What am I going to do? I can't believe it. So uh, busy. So, so that'll be back, and then we'll come back and uh, Big Year Enders the twentieth. I was trying to figure out how many uh, weekdays we have, but the the twelve working days of Christmas. It's not that far away. Yeah, it starts on like the fifth. Something think, like that. So. Yeah, something like December fifth. So so we're getting in yeah, that. We're mo- going to go shopping today. We're going to start that process. We get to, we're, in, we're in that most wonderful time of the year. I'm so glad Adler's going to go with me and film that. Oh yeah, yeah. He said he would tell me about that. So. Um, so we have much to do. 15 minutes past, 866. We be big as the number. Uh, and we'll jump into the stories. Uh, we'll unpack the weekend. Uh, we'll chat with you. We'll look at what stories have developed. Hopefully, there's not a lot of bad news today. More Rick and Bubba coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick Brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Day with 
without him, brother. Uh, 21 minutes. You know, Big Papa can't sit still too long. 21 minutes past the hour. Rick, got to see flags going everywhere. As, uh, as we make our way back, uh, we do have much uh, to discuss. Uh, Bubba and I got to get out and do a little hunting this weekend. We'll do a few little recaps uh, from that. Uh, we got got a couple stories we'll look at. But uh, if you're, uh, you know, a college football fan, uh, it was um, – uh, there, there were a couple of big games this past weekend, and one of them, I guess, that has the most impact on the college football playoff was Oregon getting beat and upset by Arizona State. Wow. And it was just one of those rare deals. Uh, you know, uh, one of my sons, young Broderick and I, the, the Tasmo, uh, went down to Camp House to hunt this weekend. It was just the two of us. So on uh, Saturday night, we really just uh, – and I'll, I'll talk a little more about that coming up. But, um, but we um, – we got to. I watched that game almost in its uh, in its entirety, and uh, and Oregon did not look good. Uh, I mean, come a- on, a- ducks. Arizona State is five and five. Oh. Uh, the, the the most the, the the thing that was so shocking was Arizona State. Of course, I love Herm Edwards, and uh, and he's brought um, Lovey. Is it who's, who's the yeah. In Lovey, no, no not Lovey. head coach at uh, Arizona. No, no Illinois. Illinois. No, it, he brought uh, from the Bengals. From the Bengals. What's his name? There was a coach forever. Uh, Sherman. Well, what's no, his name? No, 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 no. I, I know who you're talking about. And it looks like they're having a blast. He was the head coach forever. Yeah, remember because yeah. I couldn't believe uh, that he wasn't fired until just got, recently. He's got yeah. a little gray around the edges. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh. I'd see his face. I can't think of his name. I can't think of his name either. But it looks like they're having a blast because they're two older guys and they've, they've coached oh, yeah. in the NFL. They've you know, they've and, and here they are over at Arizona State trying to put something together. Now, that's, Her, that's, Herm Edwards will give you such good quotes, and he yeah. had some dandies after this game. But yeah. hey, Ducks, what's wrong? You, you're, you're on the cusp of going into the playoffs. All you got to do is take care of business. And I, I hate to use the bird analogy here, but why are you late in that? Well, they can still win the conference and go to the Rose Bowl, but yeah. they but they they're yeah. not going to the college football playoff. That, not now. that was no. It was a. It was. I watched. Like I say, what was so interesting? Arizona State. You know, there's sometimes you see freshmen playing and they don't look like freshmen, and then there's freshmen playing and they look like. They're mm-hmm. a little young, fragile kid. Yeah, yeah. that quarterback for Arizona State. He I, I, Marvin, Lewis. Marvin Lewis. Marvin Lewis. Marvin Thank Lewis you. and and and, uh, uh, and Herm Edwards are there. And I think about what what wisdom, whether they win a lot of games or not. Those Arizona <laughs> State players are, are blessed to have those two uh, just to speak into their lives. But and like you said, yeah, I heard. You know, I was watching the game. And Herm said, "Look, we're trying to build a program here, and I hope everybody watching. We gave you a good TV game. We didn't get we didn't get blown out. Yeah, you know, yeah. it ended up being. Yeah. It, it oh, he it, was funny. I don't know if we have the quote, but I, I heard him <laughs> one. He said, "Well." You know, I, I told him when you get tired of losing, you'll do something about it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, I, I was real tired of losing. Yeah. And he said, But when y'all get tired, we'll do something about it. He said, I'm getting tired of watching y'all lose. He said, I had been sleeping. <laughs> but uh, but I love how he said, right, We gave y'all a good TV game. Yeah. And, you know, he's basically said, I know y'all want your house to go. <laughs> but but anyway, so so he has uh, he has a freshman that looks fragile. I mean, this <laughs> he's kid, so skinny. I mean, this kid doesn't like he's ever been in a weight room. I know. And, and he's got a little skinny neck. He can sling it. But, buddy, mm-hmm. did you see how he won the game? I mean, it's like every now and then he would just get back. And you know, there's guys who throw it deep, and then there's guys who throw bombs. I'm talking about yeah. it looks like yeah, it's, it's like, like a punt. punt. Like it's it's a punt. Punt. It was like an 80 something yard. And, the, and then the receivers just run under it. So here's Oregon. It looks like Oregon has got it back. They, it even looks like Arizona. They're about to take the lead. You even see why Arizona State's not winning. It looks like they're not capable of, of doing what needs to be done. They're panicking, they're shutting down. And you go, well, this thing is over. 
And all of a sudden, that kid goes back there on third and like 20 and launches <laughs> and launches. A, a heave is correct. What was funny was Herm Edwards asked about it. He goes, well, I went up to him. I said, you think you can throw me a touchdown pass? Yeah. He said, <laughs> "He said, can you sling a touchdown pass? And he said, yeah, I can do it. So, uh, so or- Oregon well, is. They slung uh, it. That's it. Or- Oregon is done after yeah. that one. Well, I think they hurt Utah's chances as well. Because now you're playing against if if Utah ends up going, which they probably I think they are for yeah, sure. They look now good. you're playing this Oregon team versus the one that was undefeated. Yeah, yeah. Ohio State. Loss. Ohio State. Yeah. I I quit watching that game at twenty-one to nothing uh, because I thought, well, this is <laughs> this is not going to be a game. And then Penn State roars backwards. We were going out with the backup quarterback, yeah. right? Yeah. Did we, Penn State have their backup? <laughs> the other guy got hurt. Yeah, he did. Backup. Matter of fact, the backup came in and was the first one to put together a touchdown yeah. drive, yeah. and he he looked. He looked, he looked but, good. Look, I'm saying I, I hadn't really believed in Penn State started this year. I told Hamzy that early in the year yeah. when I watched them play. Uh, who was it they were playing? That was a big game. It was them in Minnesota, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, I think it was before that. But yeah, you you've been saying this. Like, you've said this a couple times. To he, me he puts he puts a little air under. Yeah. It. He doesn't he doesn't throw a good ball. I mean, he, he'll throw well, he'll throw a pick in a second, and uh, or underthrow somebody. That's what seems. He always underthrowing people. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so uh, Penn State did make a game out of it. But Ohio State also got their act back together and then went back and, and put it away. So Ohio State looks impressive. Um, let's see. Did anybody else play? And, and I hate bringing this up, but but this is what bothers me about this type of. You have the best two players, or two of the three best players at Ohio State, wear the same number. The running back, Jakey Dobbins or KJ, whatever Dobbins, and then and then the young kid on defense. They both wear the same number. Don't get me started on this. Yeah. I don't know. Two of the not. stars on the team. The, the same I'm number. not talking about two. They, two. These are two of the best players in the country, and they wear the same number on the same. And day. see, that's hurting. That's hurting the jersey that. sales because you buy one number, you cover both players. I know. <laughs> so you just think point. about it. You, this, you know. this duplicate number thing. If I could be king of football, Let's just do away with it. I would outlaw it the first day I was king of football. And that one on defense, he is a difference maker, yes, my is. friend. Yes, it's gracious. That is a player. He's that, unblockable. That is somebody who finds a ball. He's and for he, some reason, Penn State thought they could block him with one guy. I know that, that worked out. That was just stupid. So, uh, so that, and then uh, you know, as predicted, remember we said on Friday that a Texas A and M is sitting there, and boy, they're they're in a seat to be a spoiler, and they mm-hmm. they gave they gave uh, Georgia some trouble. Yeah, uh, and Georgia wins the game, but it was uh, it was close. And then they got a shot to to spoil LSU, but uh, but LSU. I, I really, I really think having a couple of close, hard win games mm-hmm. like Georgia's had is going to help them. Oh down yeah, the yeah, I think so too. So we'll see. Uh, and then, of course, um, you you couldn't tell much from Alabama. Yes, the the backup quarterback did well, but they they were playing not just a, a one double A team, but not a very good one double A team. So I don't yeah, know that let, you could tell much from that game. It, yeah, and you had you had Auburn and Sanford, uh, which Sanford had beat Western. So bad. Yeah, it was uh, it was yeah. it was the it was the battle of the uh, homecoming games. I, I laughed pretty hard because I I don't know how I got I got pulled into some. St- Social media stream over the weekend of uh, Clemson fans fighting with Alabama fans about how bad Wofford beat Western Carolina. Yeah, because I guess they played Wofford. Did Clemson play Wofford? I guess I, I, I think so. They usually do. But yeah, the, yeah. But then Alabama fans said, "Well, you're in the ACC, so every game is a Wofford." <laughs> uh, and, uh, and, and, and so, so, and so, so we, we, they said, "We, well, we, y'all have a conference of one double A teams." But I'm not sure that it's that extreme. But no. it was just funny watching. Yeah. Fans. Now we're arguing over when 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 teams play these yeah. games that. 
I still the understand. margin of victory. Is that what they're arguing over? Who had the biggest margin? Yeah, yeah. Of well, look, y'all, y'all might have beat them, but the Wofford beat them by almost as much as y'all did. We be, and we beat Wofford. Yeah, you know, okay, it, it, I mean, come on, come on, Did Auburn cover? Wasn't they seven touchdown favorites? Yeah, they did. <laughs> yeah. I think it was like forty nine. <laughs> it was. Uh, oh, it was fifty something to. You know, and I don't get those games. I don't look, understand. Those kind of games are important for the the. I call them one double A schools. I know it's what FCS. Yeah, whatever. Um, because it, they make their athletic budget. Sure. But, again, I, I don't know that it's good for the other team. I don't know if it's good for the fans. You know, it's kind of eh. – You get to see a lot of guys you normally don't get to see. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's the good thing about yeah. it. Yeah. Bottom of the hour, we'll be back. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. More of the Rick and Bubba show continuing. And uh, we thank you for being with us. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Eight six six. We be big is our number. DollarShaveClub.com slash Bubba. Just a better way a better way to get those products uh, that you need to look, uh, to smell, and to feel your best. Uh, you get them by going to dollarshaveclub.com slash Bubba. Use that URL, and right now, if you would like to try the shave products, uh, we'll send you a little $5 uh, starter kit, and uh, these have sample sizes of the, the products that we love, the, the prep scrub and the post-shave dew and that executive razor that you're going to love and the shave butter. If you want to get a great shave, but they have all, all, all sorts of things they have. They've got the hygiene wipes. Uh, they've got uh, the great, great hair products in there as well. Uh, we've got body washes, anything you need, like I said, to look and to smell and to feel your best ship right to your door. You're not having to go to the retail store. You don't have to do that hassle. You don't have to worry about if they've got it in stock or not. How much shelf space do I get? You don't have to worry about overpaying. Uh, and you can set it up to where you never run out of these products. Uh, it's totally uh, customizable. So go to dollarshaveclub.com slash Bubba or rickandbubba.com. You'll also find it there under the sponsors button. Um, you know, we were, we were talking a little bit and we'll, we'll kind of ease into it moving toward uh, going, do, getting dual hunting this weekend. It was opening uh weekend for our state to use a rifle, but you know, you know, when you're ever, whenever you're dealing with people that, uh, that don't hunt a lot, uh, every now and then they'll bring up a point that you kind of go, yeah, that, that doesn't really make sense. You're right, but it's right. just been so normal. Right. So I was having a little fun sitting in a, in a, in a ladder stand um, um, during a morning hunt, and I don't know, uh, even, even Brody told me, he said, Dad, I, I know we shouldn't be afraid of turkeys, but our farm has so many turkeys, at some point I think they're actually running things here that they that – yeah. He said he was afraid. The funniest line, he said, I'm afraid we're going to – we're seeing so many. I'm afraid we're going to get back to camp house, and they, they're going to be in the in the camp house, and they drank all the chocolate milk. Right, right. I mean, they're, I mean – You know what I do like about turkeys, though, Rick? They kill snakes. Yeah. They do well, well, we don't see a lot of snakes. But, if but, hey, pull up videos of turkeys killing snakes, mm-hmm. and I mean, hey, they go nuts on I, them. I thought they, uh, I they'll thought, get them on each end like those dogs used to have. Greg and play oh, tug yeah, of war with them. them. I yeah. thought you would uh, would love love this. We were we were burning some burn piles during uh, last week, and we had a rat snake that thought that's where he would get ready for the. Mm-hmm. For the winter, yeah, and y'all heated him yeah, up. We heated him up. I think, of course, he came out. But I, I, shoot him. Well, of course. But but you, <laughs> Is I, he big? I thought not. Well, bigger than you wanted him to be. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they get big. Of course, you know, Gary had huge. to pick, pick him up, of course. Oh, yeah, and play with yeah. him. Yeah. But, but anyway, so um, I but this, but, so, I, so I was interacting with someone who had contacted me, and I was having fun because I took some video of two gobblers coming through where I was hunting, mm-hmm. and I would send out Happy Thanksgiving. You know, right. you got a turkey on there. Right. right. So, uh, so anyway, I've got it on. The, I put it on Instagram today, as a matter of fact. And, and anyway, so, uh, so this friend of mine that does not hunt, Said, well, I'll, I guess you're taking care of uh, the turkey. I know. I know what you're going to say. And, and all of a sudden, I, I said I had to send back to him, and I realized it was going to cause confusion. Right. I said, no, we don't hurt, we don't hunt turkeys around Thanksgiving. Right. And of course, he's yeah. like, what? Yeah. yeah. Why? Why would you not hunt turkeys around the time it's you because of everybody the man. everybody eats turkey? Look. Because the man's got it. Yeah. Some <laughs> some do have a fall season. Do right? they? Do, yeah. yeah. Some. Yeah. They some used, they're used to here, and I think it's it's by county now. Yeah. Some or, counties. Not, do. I don't think many of them do. Most of it's in the spring right, in our yeah. state. Yeah. So and it varies state to state. Yeah. So say so these are just oh, two yeah. gobblers coming through, walking on their own. Now, now the hens would come through in droves of twenty, twenty-five, and oh, just yeah. and yeah. almost just take over. And uh, but to hear them just talking and and pecking around, and they're ground inspectors, man. Yeah, they're yeah. checking that ground out. Ain't yeah, just, yeah, oh, so let me yeah, kick yeah, right it a little there. bit. So, oh no, nothing there. But we we saw you know we saw tons of those. But but anyway, so that is a question. You know, really, you can't take a wild turkey to serve on Thanksgiving. No, not in our no, state because it's not. That is funny, and I've laughed about that yeah. too. It's funny to me, yeah. and and there's plenty of them this time of year. You know, when it gets time to hunt them, they're not. You don't see them as much. But you me. know, if something's part, if something's <laughs> part of your routine, yeah. you just accepted it. Yeah. But then when someone challenges you uh-huh. on it, they're like, "Why don't you hurt, hunt tuck- yeah. turkeys on Thanksgiving?" I said, "I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I, you, we just don't." No. Is that is that's not a satisfactory answer? I bet. No, not really. Just to send back, we we just don't. And you have to be on the ground and all that stuff. Yeah. You don't think Ben Franklin went by all that? <laughs> Huh? Ben Franklin. <laughs> ben said, "Take it." Hey, yeah. back in those days, they had to eat. Oh yes, so, so you, it, it's a different deal. You know, it's just like this past weekend. I know you had the same experience. You know, I, I was asked. You know, that people will make the joke. Uh, you know, if you say, "Well, did you get anything?" I said, "No, we, you know, we didn't take anything." Well, well, it's good. Everybody wasn't depending on you for meat, and I was like, "Oh no, no, there were plenty of meat available." Yeah, well, you know, we're, we're we're just trophy hunting. We're just, we're just yeah. no, no. If I was out there trying to survive, I was in great shape. Yeah, you know, oh, what I mean? yeah. we could yeah. we could all we could bring we could we could have brought home plenty mean, of meat. Yeah, That's we what, saw fifteen twenty deer. <laughs> yeah, that, that was not the issue. Uh, but how about we, something? You know how you get things going. It in makes your, you feel like a deer farmer, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. You know how you get things. You know, like us, we kind of are. But yeah. But you know how you get things going in your head, and you and you start, and now everything starts to, and you know that there's no way that there's something to this. But and I don't want to get overly technical with hunting because if you're not into hunting, but I think this still can 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 work. And I know you've got. Uh, oh, I'm gonna say this is we've yeah. been looking forward to this opening weekend yeah. oh, my whole life, yeah. and I'll tell you why. But but anyway, so so you know, watching the behavior of the animals, I mean, I just I just love being out there. Yeah, I and and you have just so just good time for prayer, good time to get into word, good time to see the outdoors, and of course, it was very very special uh, that uh, that my son and I got to spend just the weekend, just the two of us. That worked out great. Uh, that he, he doesn't get that kind of access to me with siblings and everything else. So, and we just had a great time, but so I'm, I'm sitting there like the first day and, and I, and I don't, so, and look, I've been hunting long enough to know the difference, but it was just odd. And so, you know, first weekend, they haven't been pressured. You usually see a lot of deer and all that. And so the deer start coming out and it, and it was, it was kind of a windy day the first day and it, it was cold and it had rained that morning. 
And um, but the deer are coming out, and they're they seem fine. They're comfortable. You know, they're not. The wind's in my face. So I'm not worried about that. And it's swirling a little bit, but it. But when when deer get spooked, their flags go up, and they start that bouncing around confusion. And then they look. They want to go. That that's a that's a. I've seen that look. I know that look. Oh, yeah. Hey, they yeah. busted me. They winded yeah. me. Whatever. Something they didn't like. So they're out there, and it's mainly does with a few young bucks, and. All of a sudden, it's like the deer, the females, which is different, start just kind of. They would like gallop at each other, and then 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 they'd sit back and they'd gallop back and playing. Well, it it it, I, it didn't really look like that. And all of a sudden, one of them looks into the woods, okay, into the woods, and doesn't go opposite. Like I don't like what's in there. I thought maybe a coyote or something. I see something in the woods, gets the head down, and I'm going after it. Like on attack, mm-hmm. they tail down, no tail up, paying no attention to me, mm-hmm. and goes into the woods. And then when that one went in, another one did the same thing, gets down like this, like in an attack, though, runs into the woods, and they all go in like they're going after something. A little bobcat or in, in the woods, and that's how they leave. And I'm texting mm-hmm. Brody. I said, I've never seen that, 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 <laughs> that departure of a field before. And so then, now I know y'all going to say this is nuts, and this is where I think my mind was playing tricks on me. So now just stay with me. I know this this can't be possible, okay? Is this going to be a podcast? So then a bunny, (laughs) a bunny, really, I really thought about that. A bunny hops out. I am a bunny. Yeah. And I look at me, and he he comes out there, and I'm not making this up. You shot it. Well, no. The bunny does the same thing and takes off in the woods wide open like he's going after something. A doggone bunny. A rabbit. Rick. Who's a rabbit going to whip? Yeah, a rabbit can't whip anything, can it? <laughs> so then, of, What's cor- a rabbit? of course, of course, then you know, don't fight. Th- then you know, young Broderick is, you know, he loves the conspiracy. You tear up too. a broadleaf. So. Hey, young Broderick is, is like Greg. I mean, he knows all about the Illuminati oh, and all oh, these yeah, things yeah. and all these Somebody has to conspiracy theories. And yeah. I start texting with him about it. He goes, Have you ever thought something might be drawing him in there? And I said, like, Brody, Brody, come on now. He goes, Like an alien gathering mission. He goes, You think that there's something's gathering stuff off our farm? And I was like, Brody, we, we can't they even plant turkeys to get. We can't even. What are you talking about? And uh, and so then he, then then he starts. He goes, Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. I got something over here. I got a four point over. And then he t- he dad, a four point did the same thing. No, I said now, Brody. <laughs> he he said he now was. Y'all at, wasn't brave enough to watch four one one right right were you before you went out. So we start thinking, and then of course, then we go out for a hunt the next day. And we don't see much. And then Brody starts. They've taken them. And I'm like, Brody, this is not. They've abducted. We just the picked. Deer, the, we just we're you know we're by ourselves here, so we're picking places that some right. are active, some aren't. Right. He goes, I'm telling you right now, if one of us doesn't see a deer before the sun sets, he goes, compared to what we saw yesterday, he said, Dan. And he said, and the last thing we saw was our deer being sucked in the woods by some force. I'm like, Brody, and what, a rabbit. What are you talking about? He took a rabbit. With so, it, so then, so then, so after that Double day, squirrel. after that day, I go to bed first because you know I'm old, and we'd watch football and all this, and <laughs> I'll tell you more about that later. But so, uh, so I didn't know this. So we're getting up the next day to go, and he goes, uh, I think I'm just going to let the sun come up first. I'm like, what are you talking about? If your grandfather hears about that, we've had it, and he goes. I heard something last night. Uh-uh. I'm like, Brody, what do you mean you heard something? He goes, 
It was really like loud, and not, maybe it was the wind or something. I don't know what it was, but Are them shutting the door. And, and I'm, I'm like Brody. Gary was out there. I'm like Brody. We not. There's nothing. Gary had the dumb bowl. So before I knew it, aliens have have are, are sucking wildlife into the woods. Well, I hate I missed the hunt this year. Now the deer have been sucked away. <laughs> yeah. About how about this? Right at dark though, I actually saw three does come out, and he and I said, Brody, I see them. They're running on the field right now. He goes running, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Where are they headed? They're fleeing. <laughs> We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Nine Bubba. minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Thank you for being with us. Um, if you missed over the weekend, some more daily documentaries are available for you. Uh, Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. I know a lot of you who listened or watched uh, Betty Lou Bussy as the guest. How about that? You got some feedback on that, and I'm glad you, Betty. I uh, love you, and I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed that. Uh, and we got a huge response to that, as I as I knew we would. We uh, could have gone another hour, I believe. I think we could have too. Yeah, we'll do that again in the future. So, part two. Part two. So, Bubba, we got to hunt this past weekend a little bit, opening weekend in our state, and. Uh, it was the first year of um, of a new opportunity. Yeah, and I, I want to I want people who don't hunt to fully understand what we're talking about. This was going to be the greatest hunting weekend of our life, Rick, because for the first time ever, we were able to legally hunt over corn on the field. Now, this has happened in other states. Other people have been doing it for a long time. We've never been able to do it. Um, we were hoping that they would move to this and pass this. They finally did. Uh, we were some of the first people to get a license online. Couldn't mm-hmm. wait. Yep. I even got the hard card, so it too. would be historic. I know? do too. So we have uh, we we supplemental fed for many many years in the winter because there's not as much to, for the deer to eat. So we literally put tons of corn out. Okay, mm-hmm. um, and we've done that. And in the past, you you had to have it not anywhere close to where you were hunting, and it was open for interpretation. It was kind of a gray area. So cleaned all that up. Then they said a hundred yards out of sight. So we had that, and we had to get a bulldozer in there oh, to make yeah. a spot and measure it just right. And, yeah. you know, then we'd move the feeder back over there. We'd weed eat around it, get it all ready to go, bush hog up in there, you know. Naturally obstructed. Yeah, have it ready to go. And now, finally, we can just leave the feeders out on the field. And you know, we move them around during the year, mm-hmm. but, yeah. we, you know, I was so excited. <laughs> it's, can I say one thing? Like, so right. And it felt so strange to us in Alabama. Literally, we put out a ladder stand that was in a new place. I never thought I'd be able to say the following statement. Hey, hey, uh, well, just move the move the feeder to the left. I can't see it. Right. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, oh, yeah. It was it, very it, weird. It, it, and, it, and you have to remind people. Instead of moving people, them out of sight, you're moving them inside. And, and when you're getting – you're having your little pregame talk before you go out and go, hey, don't shoot the feeder. Oh, yes. Because you're not used to it being out there, Mm-mm. you know. Mm-mm. So we are so pumped. We have put literally tons out all year, so we always do. And we're so excited, and we go out and – Rick, I, I even I, I don't even know if I should even go into all this detail, but you know we have multiple feeders and we put them in rings so they go off at different times to pull deer in. I mean, we, you know, a lot of thought has gone mm-hmm. into the process. Yeah. So excited! Finally, whole life, fifty six years old, going to get to hunt over corn. So we go out, and it's a terrible morning, by the way. It's it pouring rain. It's awful. And you know we're checking in with each other. Hey, did you uh, did you see the feeder go off? Uh, 
No, I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. I didn't see anything. I didn't. You know, we're like, well, it was raining. You know, we're a long way off still, so who knows? And so then uh, Saturday afternoon, you know, we're checking with everybody. Well, how, did the, did anything come to the feeder? No, nothing came to the feeder. I don't know what was going on here. Now, there was some does over here. I saw a buck run mm-hmm, through there, mm-hmm. but nothing's right. really going to the feeder. And eating. None of yours being sucked to aliens? Yeah, no no aliens sucking them up, taking right. them off for study. And, and so – I'm I'm a real fanatic about pressure uh, in the hunt, and th- this is just my experience growing up. Don't get out. To, I don't like people walking around scouting. You know, the time to scouts in August, right, not right. now. Right. And uh, you know, I, the deer see you before you see them, no matter how good you think you are. And then once they see humans, they're out of there. And pressure is the number one game yeah. changer. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And and I, I was told by a gentleman a long time ago, and I truly believe this, like deer are scared of cars. They're terrified of humans. So you're better to drive right to the stand, let somebody out, than let them walk through the woods to get there. That's certainly up for argument, I understand, but mm-hmm. that's that's what I believe. So we try to minimize boots on the ground. And the way you leave the stand when the hunt's over is so important to be sure for the next hunt that, that you know, you don't make a lot of noise, a lot of racket getting out, get out safely, unload, get up, get back. So, you know, we're doing all this, and, and uh, we're seeing some deer, but we're really not seeing the mob that I thought we might see right. going to the feeder. So, finally, um, I said, well, I'm just going to go check the feeders to be sure everything's okay. Oh, my goodness. And we went to... I think seven feeders, not a one of them putting out corn, not a one of them, had three, had four that were out and had three that had batteries that had gone bad. Oh, oh my gosh. Now, how long you been waiting on this weekend? 56 years. <laughs> <laughs> and... <laughs> And Super Tom hunts with us, yeah. and uh, he, he had already had to leave. And I said, nobody tell Tom. Let me be the one to tell Please. him. Please. Let me be the one Boy, to tell him. This is so not Bubba-like. No, no, it's so, not. You're right about you? that. Well, we were going to go and check everything Wednesday, but I had something come up. I couldn't get away, and I could not believe feeder after feeder. You go up, you hit the test button, nothing happens. Hmm. And I just couldn't believe it. Good. As a matter of fact, we got a little remote, so you can just drive close to it and hit it, and you can see if it's working. You go, that oh, one ain't working either. You got to go over there. So the ones that had good batteries had emptied out. We had our calculation whoa, whoa, whoa. wrong. Wait, wait, just a minute. On how much so, they were using. So the ones that were working were, were out. Empty, were out. And the ones yeah. that had corn didn't work. Or they the would, battery had had failed in it, yeah. and they wasn't putting anything out. Tell me again. So how, long, how long? A, tell me again. How long you've been waiting? Fifty six years <laughs> for the chance to hunt <laughs> legally over corn, and so looking forward to this. I said, "Let me tell Tom. Just please let me be the one to tell Tom." And I text him, and he said, "Well, you just can't have nothing." You know, yeah, and who, I said, who, you can't. I, listen, now, you did, it sounded like you thought you could have something. I did. I did. I thought we could have a hunt like every other state. Yeah. And uh, that mean, was not the hey, case. You can't, even have, you can't even have a feeder slinging corn. So by the time we got them operational, we were down to the last hunt of the weekend. And uh, I thought, well, you know, maybe maybe next week. <laughs> uh, but uh, so we <laughs> but, but the good news is the deer that we saw were all healthy and they've been sure. eating well. well and, sure. Uh, Apparently, because the feeder was out, and right, uh, yeah, Kyle so, Bubba, that is yeah. so good, Rick. I was trying to calculate 
the exact tonnage that we've put in this year. I know, I know it has to be close to two tons, maybe a ton and a half. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all right. And uh, so, how but, much did you but put out opening, this weekend? That'd be well. Let me tell you how I lucked out because the the place I usually get the corn from we was inaccessible uh, yeah. this weekend, and thank goodness I had stored a few extra bags. Yeah. So we got a little bit in there. <laughs> when I hit that test button, Rick, and nothing happened. Nothing. I mean, hey, you can't even. But I had extra batteries. One of them I had to do a little rewire on because the terminal had corroded up. So. Good girl. And the one thing I wanted to do was be out on, on the feeder. Yeah, be out on the field opening weekend, keeping with a feeder. Yeah. You know, 56 years I've waited. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.